Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Kia ora, I'm Zoe George and this is The Podium. Sports news, but not as you know it, from Stuff. With only six months out, we start our road to the Rugby World Cup with the All Blacks. Halfback Brad Webber has some high goals this year, his chief side winning the Super Rugby title and lifting the Rugby World Cup. But the number nine is also co-captain of the Māori All Blacks and is a high-profile champion for the Rainbow community. In this bonus episode of The Podium, he talks about what it was like when he was asked to take a leadership role for the Māori All Blacks. With the Māori All Black captaincy, that was something I was probably initially, I wouldn't say I wasn't keen on it, but I was maybe a little bit whakamā about being captain for the Māoris because, like, I'm not, I didn't grow up in a Māori um, household per se, like, We've—I've oh, always known about my Maori roots, but it wasn't something that was emphasised in my family, uh, and it is a, a fair way back. My granddad um, used to talk about it a lot, so we knew it was there. And it probably wasn't until we passed that we really started digging more into it. Particularly uh, my generation, uh, me and my cousins—we uh, a few of my cousins dug in real deep to find out more. So it's been a bit of a, I guess, a bit of a journey in that sense, and. Um, initially, I was like, I don't know if I truly represent um, the Māori uh, team just yet. But when the more I thought about it and talked to people, it was like, yeah, like I might think that way, but really, like I probably represent quite a lot of people that are maybe brought up white, but know they have Māori in them or have Māori roots, and now might be more encouraged to look into it more like me and my family have and it's been really really good for for us and really good for me um connecting to that side and hopefully by me being at the front and showing that yeah just because you grew up that way doesn't mean it's too late to figure it out or find out more or or learn more about you and your family and and that side and knowing that like the i guess the welcomeness of everyone in that environment was like special. So I would encourage anyone that has that sort of side to, to do that. And um, yeah, I guess I don't think I take too much of that to answer your question. I don't think I take too much of that into the All Blacks. I think that's like guys like TJ and Aaron and stuff, but I certainly now feel confident in that side that I can help, I can support those guys in any side of that. And I don't feel embarrassed to do that now. Like I actually feel quite confident in that area, which has been quite cool for me. Yeah. Yes, you've got a connection to Nathi Pro. What side on your family are you connected? Uh, it's my dad's side. Cool. Um, yeah, my da- uh, my granddad was like a ginger moldy, like a Ehi West or Declan O'Donnell or something. So, <laughs> yeah. And you're the third Weber to play um, halfback for Hawks Bay. Yes. Amazing. I know, yeah. It actually, it actually is quite like, didn't think of it at the time, but now like looking back, like, it is actually pretty cool. I've always wanted to play for Hawks Bay like 
Super Rugby and even the All Blacks just wasn't really a, a thing for me. It was always the Magpies because they're the big team in town in Napier. Like, there's no Super Rugby team there. The Hurricanes don't even take real average games to Napier anyway. And it was only once every sort of three years. So didn't really have any connection to a Super Rugby team. And then growing up, like, Dad used to make me watch the VHS tapes of him playing for Hawke's Bay, especially like they beat the British and Irish Lions in 93. And I reckon I've watched that video about a hundred times. And um, especially both, both of them played halfback as well. Like unfortunately <laughs> was a big contributor to why I'm so short and why I was, <laughs> why I had to play halfback. You know, I would have loved to have been a fullback or, a, you know, a midfielder or something, but no, I had to play halfback, but I do love it now. And um, yeah, it is pretty cool. It'd be cool to look back one day and know that three of us have uh, all played for the Magpies and loved it. And hopefully one day if I have a little mini Brad, maybe he'll do the same. <laughs> um, you're a vocal advocate for rainbow inclusion in rugby. Yes. Why is that? For a lot of reasons. Firstly, I had family that are gay. And so seeing what they went through really made me want to help that community feel included and everything. Like I know how hard it was for a couple of, for my family members to come to terms or, and particularly to come out. And then I guess when I thought about it more too, like rugby until Campbell recently, hasn't had a, a gay or black yet. And I do a lot of work with a charity called the Waterboy and around Hamilton. They do some awesome work. One, they help underprivileged kids get into sport that, that can't afford to do things. They help. But then on the other side is they are about inclusion in sport and particularly the rainbow community and getting into schools. And when I sort of linked up and did, did some work with them, they made me realise the stats around particularly gay kids that pull out of sport really young because of they're scared of what their teammates might think. And like, I think about all the good things that rugby has given me in life. All the people I've met, and got to know that I wouldn't have otherwise had I not played rugby because they come from different backgrounds or different races, religions, whatever, and I'm mates with all of them because we've got this common goal that we're working towards and, like, you get a better perspective on other other people. And so that really gutted me that those people were pulling out and, you know, then you look at the suicide rates of the young young people struggling with their sexuality. And so I realised that I have a platform where I can potentially help encourage those people to stay in sport for one and to really really passionate about getting into schools which is what the water boy do and make people realize how their casual language affects um, people that are struggling with their sexuality and I remember back when I was at school and no doubt probably when you were at high school too like the use of homophobic slurs so casually were like a daily occurrence and that still is today I didn't realize at the time how much of an impact that could have had on people around me that were struggling. And I guess I'm just really passionate about changing that culture. Hopefully one day we'll see uh, an active all black that is gay. That would be really cool. When we think about locker rooms as well, locker rooms haven't necessarily been a safe space for many people. Um, and, uh, you know, are those those homophobic splurs still prevalent? Do you still hear them? Not so much in my environments, not in elite sport, because I think we're... S- now so aware of our impact um, because we have people come in and talk about it we've got things like the water boy more and more guys like me that are pulling guys up for using it and it's not so much like having a crack at someone for using it it's more just like educating like hey like that could really affect someone and then 
maybe saying like, oh, next time try use this word, for example, to describe the same in the same situation. But when I go down to the community level and to club rugby and stuff, it is still really bad, yeah. And I think that's a more a more accurate snapshot of society at the moment that that casual language is still used. And so, yeah, mm. yeah, so we've still got uh, a lot of work to do. And that's why I feel like if I had a super rugby player and all black come in when I was at high school and make me aware of that language and how it's hurting someone that could be gay, I would well, like to think I would have 100% have stepped back and gone, well, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll change. I, I remember when I um, first uh, come out about the Israel Folau stuff and mm. um, in support of the gay community, and I saw this comment randomly from this kid that was a couple of years younger than me at school. He was a really good rugby player. I thought, oh, in a couple of years he'll be a first 15 player. He's really good. Then I then he in my last year of school he pulled out a rugby altogether, and I thought, oh, that's a bit odd. He's really bright though, so I was like, oh, maybe it's about academic stuff. And turns out, so he wrote on this comment that Brad was the type of guy at school that I hid my sexuality from. And I remember going, God, like I was gutted to see that, but also I was like, of course, like it was what me and my my mates were definitely like that, and. So I just think like if I had someone that come in and change my language back then, maybe he stays in rugby. Maybe he's the all black that I'm talking about, but we don't ever see it because of the way the language is in school. So we've got to change it. And that's it for this bonus episode of The Podium Podcast. I'm Zoe George, and thanks to guest Brad Weber, producer Philippa Tolley, and sound engineer Connor Scott. Who's your favourite All Black and what question would you ask them? Email us on thepodium at stuff.co.nz and don't forget to follow The Podium wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss an episode. We'll catch you again on Thursday. Until then, kakete anō, go well. Hey, Chris. Yes. Do you want another very broad question? I've got a very broad question today. Go on, then. What do you know about sports? Up the wires, go the Black Caps, and don't forget Premier League football. Oh, you do love a bit of Premier League footage, do. don't you? What team is it that you're supporting? Oh, the current champions, Manchester City. I think they're pronounced Arsenal. It's pronounced Arsenal. Uh, but you know what's good about football? Yeah, what? They don't regulate soccer. Right? I'm sorry. There's a sport that regulates sock height? Indeed there is, and it's cycling. That's very strange. Why on earth do they regulate it? Well, I know, but if you want to find out, you'll have to listen to the Big Stuff Quiz, wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> oh, that's a cliffhanger indeed. The Big Stuff Quiz is brought to you by Melbourne Every Bit Different. <laughs>